What's up, everyone? I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this is Two Degrees Hotter, your Gen Z self-development destination, talking post-grad lifestyle every Tuesday. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter. Happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this. Hope it's been a good day. Yes. Welcome back, besties. Today, we are doing a little recap episode, a little recap of our trip to the Big Apple. Yep. The city that never sleeps. You know what? You love a New York, (laughs) New York. Yep. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Yep. That's the one. So we took ourselves a four-day, three-night trip to New York. Yep. Not for any specific reason, really just to vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So we got back a couple days ago and we figured for this week's episode, we would kind of talk through what we did, what we would recommend, kind of like what our agenda was so that if you're planning a trip, you can kind of reference the places that we went. I will say we're not like experts. Yeah. But, no. Um, we did do a decent amount of research um, mm-hmm. and we definitely have opinions. So. Yeah. And I feel like we made – we had a very like efficient trip. Like we made the most of our time, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited to to recap it. I think this will be a fun episode. And it will be a fun episode for us to look back on. Like, it's resourceful mm-hmm. for our audience and, like, I don't know, fun for us. Don't yeah. blame me. Yeah. So, stick around for that. We should start with the heavy first. And then yeah. we can go into sort of what we had planned for our weekend review. But the day that we are – Recording this is the day after the school shooting at an elementary school in Texas. Um, So we wanted to make sure we talked about that um, and didn't make it seem like we were glossing over that because it's all that I've been seeing and and reading about. um, And it's just like devastating. And I had this like weird moment of like I heard about it on the news and my like gut instinct wasn't like immediate like devastation and horror like it was kind of just like oh my god again and then that all like sunk in and that's when I like not only was I like heartbroken over this situation but I was heartbroken that like our country we're desensitized yeah, yeah has allowed not only this to happen but it's happened so many times that like even the people that are bystanders like aren't surprised by it and it's just disgusting um that we keep allowing this to happen to literal children actual babies um especially after the leaked uh abortion opinion so if someone claims to be pro-life uh but supports um or doesn't support gun control um they are not pro-life and i would say that to anyone's face who tried to say that because you don't give a shit about the kids once yeah. they're actually here because uh, if you did this wouldn't be happening so i could go on a whole rant it makes me really really upset um i have a lot of friends that are teachers and it's just horrible like that's just the best way to describe it like it's i can't believe that this happened again and that probably nothing's going to get done um yeah so that's that on that we will leave some resources for places that you can um donate i've been seeing a lot of uh i think every town is what it's called that Mm, advocates for you know stricter gun control 
in every single town to event or prevent um, school shootings. But yeah, this is the 212th mass shooting in the U.S. In case you're wondering, in 2022, and we are only like a hundred and something days in. So, yeah, ridiculous. This is hell. Um, <laughs> We're living in hell, and that's, yeah, yeah. It's literally like so you're gonna force a woman to carry a child and, and give birth, birth that child, <laughs> but you're not gonna make sure that that child can be safe at the only place that children should feel safe in their lives okay yeah i'm like i just i can't wrap my head around how someone's logical like how someone's brain can logically think that placing the most importance on guns and fetuses like placing those above actual living breathing children i just Mm -hmm. that it's that'll never make sense to me like i don't want anyone to try to convince me otherwise because that just will never make sense like i don't care what anyone else's opinion is like it just should not be that way like you are just a bad person if you think that sorry so yeah and um is it cory booker that's the like new jersey um governor um i'm not sure i'm gonna look it up I know Cory Booker's name, but I'm oh senator, senator. That's what I meant. Duh, but yeah, he makes yeah. laws. <laughs> um, so I saw he posted a TikTok this morning, and it was interesting. He was like out on his run, kind of like reflecting on the whole thing, and like even he was like kind of cynical about the fact that like no change would happen. And I was like, dude, if anyone here has the power, like it's you. Like, yeah, <laughs> please don't lose hope because you are. The, uh, yeah, like you are. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, we won't harp on it too much because I, at least for me personally, it's like all my social media is right now, which is really, really good. But we also recognize can be really heavy. Yeah. Um, But just didn't want to seem naive to world events. You guys know we always try to um, acknowledge when terrible things happen. So yeah, another terrible thing. Yeah. It's just like unfathomable but here we are yeah and also so that we can have some resources for you guys um yes if you want to donate but yeah in other news let's move into the actual fun weekend review yeah (laughs) so we basically this whole episode is our weekend review so we weren't really sure I mean, I have other things I could talk about. I actually got pulled over, so yeah, well, <laughs> could talk true. about that, but I'm not going to. Um, we just figured we would use the Week in Review section to talk about the Harry's House drop because we had a very ideal initial listening experience. True. The initial listening experience is very important to me, and we were able to do it on the plane because it came out that morning, so... We were on the plane. It was like, I don't know what, 7, 8 a.m. Yeah. We had downloaded it and we could like listen to each pause and like give our first initial reactions. Yep. And overall, would you say, I'm curious, would you say it's your favorite of his three albums? So it's funny. I went on a walk before we recorded and <laughs> it's obviously all I've been Reflected. listening to. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to say yes, definitely 100%. Because I think I need to give a, a good listen to his first two albums first. But I I really think it's like a huge improvement from like a lyrical standpoint and a production standpoint. And like 
at least from my memory, the this album has the most standout songs to me. Where on the first listen, like I felt like every single song, I was like, yeah, yeah. great dunk. Yeah, love it's, it. it's my favorite for sure. I yeah, think. so we love growth. Yeah, and um, yeah, I guess we would. Do you want to talk about our favorite songs? We have like pretty much the same favorites, just different order yeah so we i personally have like a top six that like Mm -hmm. in the order i feel very confident about and then i need a couple more listens for a definitive ranking of the album but my top six in order from least favorite to favorite would be little freak um music for a sushi restaurant satellite keep driving daylight and then daydreaming is my favorite off of the album i literally cannot stop listening to it it is so good like on my walks i literally listen to daydreaming and then i'll do like one of the other five and then i'll listen to daydreaming and yeah. then i'll do like one of the other five that's me with my favorite and it's funny because i'm looking at my text i wanted to remind myself what i texted you and i realized i put daylight twice like i yeah <laughs> I, I filled in the blanks i knew what you meant yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for me so you started at the bottom so i guess i'll do the yeah. same thing my set number six is also little freak i do really like it um i just think it's funny that we all went into it thinking it would be like a like a thought like a yeah we all thought it was like the she of this album like we thought it was like yeah. the the horny song of this album and it's, yeah. it's not <laughs> alas so. cinema was the horny song of this album. <laughs> yeah um and then five is keep driving four is music for a sushi restaurant three is daydreaming two is daylight and one is satellite i think satellite might be my favorite harry song ever whoa i kind of feel that way about de- daydreaming Mm, I need to so. listen to Daydreaming and then Golden next to each other because mm. if you don't know, I'm a huge gold. I'm a huge Golden and Cherry girl, which we'll talk about later. Yes. Um, hint, hint. Yeah. Um, but. but yeah, we are obsessed, and we actually have big news. I don't know if we want to break the news now or save it. Keep them in suspense. Oh, I was like, why are you looking at me like you don't know? <laughs> I honestly, genuinely keep forgetting because this is something that like. I've wanted for so long that, like, <laughs> my brain, I don't repressed. think, can compute. We, I feel like we can say it. Um, we did take place in the bloodbath that was <laughs> Amex pre-sale ticket purchasing for his next round of Love on Tour. So if you're not, like, a huge Harry Styles fan or you didn't know, he announced some additional Love on Tour dates in New York, LA, Chicago, Austin, and Toronto, I believe, are the mm-hmm. – I think that's everywhere. Um we don't live in any of those places, but we're not that far from New York. Like, it wouldn't be outrageous to Our go to New York. was literally 37 minutes. Yeah, it was so. crazy. <laughs> um, so we were like, we should try for New York tickets. Like, screw it. And it, it was a bloodbath. <laughs> like, it was so insane. I was talking to my dad about it earlier today, and he was like, oh, my God. But we came out the other side. We got the tickets. So it was literally worth every second. It. I told my boss today, actually, because I had a one-to-one. I was like, I want you to know that I didn't do an ounce of work mm-hmm. <laughs> yesterday afternoon because all I did was try to get Harry's tickets. And it well, wasn't even me being, like, completely irresponsible. Like, it actually <laughs> took that long yeah, to get Harry's yeah, well, tickets. I need to give Kylie credit because I had basically, like – without getting too much into it, like a work field trip essentially. So I yeah. was like away from my computer, like literally the first day ever of my job. I didn't really have my laptop on me. 
Uh, and so Kylie was the real MVP. And we actually did not get tickets originally. So I kind of accepted yeah. that fate. I was a little sad. Same. And then he announced the bonus dates. And Kylie was on top of it. And it all worked out. So yeah. we are going – what is it? August 21st? August 21st. It's Sunday. So if anyone's going that day, honestly, that would be know. kind of cool. So yeah. Yeah, let us know. Um, But yeah. we are – so excited and yeah i'm already looking at outfits like i'm already thinking you literally sent me yeah sent me pictures last yeah. night i was like dude we bought the tickets like two hours ago you know that um, um you know that tiktok sound that's like remember how excited guys got about the joker this is my joker except i'm going to be much worse that's mm-hmm. me with this <laughs> yeah so it's funny because literally we landed from new york at like 7 p.m on a monday and we already had plans to go back by like 4 p.m. on a Tuesday because the tickets, yeah. that's where these are. So mm-hmm. very exciting. Um, we'll stop talking about Harry Styles now because I'm sure there are people that listen to this show that are not as obsessed. But we're thrilled. And listen to the album if you haven't. Yeah. Uh, give it a chance. I would say my uh, – this could be like the hottest take of the century. But my initial artistic interpretation is that to me it feels like Harry had a love child with the 1975 and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And then this album was born. So yeah. let me know if anyone agrees. No, do I hear that, it. Do with that information what you will. I hear and it. And let's move into our favorites. So I have another Trader Joe's favorite. You know the drill. But this time it's a trail mix. I never was a big trail mix girl. Mm. I was I, I was sleeping on the trail mixes. I never really went to that section. I just got like dried fruit. I never really looked at the nuts. Sure. But uh, she looks at I the got nuts myself this a time. Trail mix. <laughs> yeah, I went I went for the nuts people and uh it really paid off. So um I got the it's called the savory no sweet, savory, and tart trek mix. That's what it's called. And it has peanuts, roasted and salted, golden raisins, which I'm kind of like, white chocolate drops, cranberries, semi-sweet chocolate drops, peanut butter drops, almonds, and cashews. Yum. It is so good. It is so good. Like, I was, like, really snacking hard on this throughout the week. And it's just – it's a – it's a better snack than like chips, you know. It's good to have around. So if you're feeling that afternoon hunger, you're not reaching for something bad. Not that any food is bad, but you know what I mean. Um, and I'm just a big fan. I, and I, I really have been sleeping on the trail mix. So um, it is funny though because I was trying to remember the name of it. So I did search like Trader Joe's trail mix so that I could find exactly what it was called. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this list it says – Ranking 13 varieties of trail mix from Trader Joe's for a quick snack or pick-me-up. And out of this list of 13, it is indeed number 13. And (laughs) I do not agree. Maybe I just haven't tried the other ones. Maybe I'll come back and be like, yeah, okay, of all them, it was the worst one. But I feel like there's no way. It was really good. So I don't agree with this list. Well, I trust your opinion. Thank you. And I do love a trail mix. They are great, sweet, salty combo in my opinion and i don't mm-hmm. mind raisins but i only ever eat raisins in a trail mix context like you'll never find yeah. me just snacking on raisins that's no absurd. that's a serial killer trait yeah yeah sorry if you like raisins but we're here to tell you that you're absurd um 
yeah, I'll have to pick this up. I think I'm going to Trader Joe's tomorrow. So I need to restock too. Yeah. I'll give it a whirl. Um, for my favorite, this I think is appropriate since we're reaching the summer months, the hotter weather, at least where we are. I guess everywhere. Well, it's not true. If you're no, listening from like Australia, then it's mm. going to be winter there. Anyways, I – here's the thing. My thighs touch, right? And in the summer when I walk, uh, they sweat because they're touching. And what does that lead to, ladies? That's right, chafing. So the key, the key to a comfortable summer is – getting the right shorts that prevent chafing and I'm happy to report that those shorts have been found and I know for a fact that like people with like kind of different sizes and shapes than me but who have similar issues have also really liked this so I think if you have issues with chafing in general these will probably work for you it's not just for like a specific body type or shape Um, and it's the Abercrombie dad shorts So they're really cute. They have the like baggier, slightly longer, but they're not like a Bermuda short length. Um, So like very cute, very trendy right now. I think Abercrombie makes really good quality denim. So I really like the quality and I think they're super cute. I have like a like cream pair and then like a classic denim pair and I honestly want to order another wash I think to round out the collection but I was in dire need of shorts like I literally didn't have any jean shorts at all um so these came in clutch I like them a lot and if you're looking for a chafe free summer check them out they are a little pricey because it's Abercrombie but Abercrombie, I feel like, actually has some, like, pretty frequent sales. So I recommend just sort of checking back and um, seeing if they're doing a sale to get a little bit of a discount. But, yeah. Would you say uh, true to size? Yes. And they do um, – for pants, Abercrombie does – they don't do, like, two, four, six, eight. They do, like, 25, yeah, 26, inches. 27. Um, but they do have a sizing chart on there. And I find that the sizing chart is really accurate. So, like, I take a size 6, so I got a 28, and they, like, fit as mm-hmm. I would expect them to. Um, so, do with that information that. what you will. So, let's get into the main topic of today's episode, a little New York City recap. Hopefully, you guys feel like, you know, we're just all pals sitting on the couch. We're doing a little... If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diasty in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the 
amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. We'll uh, flip through the pics from the trip. Did you guys ever do that? Like, I don't know if that was just a thing with my family, but like, whenever someone in our family went on a trip and came back, the next time we saw them, they would like put their pictures on the TV and we would like flip through them and like they would tell all the stories. Was that just us? We didn't do that. Oh my God. That was such a thing. That's a good idea. Yeah. Like my grandparents like went to like Japan. And so like we watched, I remember watching like their like little slideshow. Like, oh my God. (laughs) So imagine you're doing that, but just audio. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we can kick it off with Friday. We're going to go day by day. Um, so we flew. I don't I think we meant yeah, we mentioned that it was like a 37 minute flight. We've never flown to New York. Um, I think the first time we went, we took a bus. Mm-hmm. And then the time before that, when we went back in November, uh, we drove to Connecticut and then took a train from Connecticut into the city. So this is our first time flying. And I think I think we decided that like net overall time between like taking a four-hour train or a four-hour bus ride and, you know, showing up to the airport and going through security and boarding the plane and getting on the plane and t- getting off the plane, probably pretty equal. I I personally did like flying because even though you spent the same amount of time commuting, for lack of a better term, or traveling, it was like a much more like dynamic experience in the sense of like mm-hmm. you were kind of you were never doing the same thing <laughs> for a very long time so it just felt like it went by a lot faster yeah i definitely agree i think the biggest thing if you're like weighing this option especially if you're coming from boston because they are both like very feasible is um think about like your comfort level with landing outside of the like downtown because all three of the airports are obviously not in like the middle of the city yeah um and so like it did take a little bit of effort on our end we flew into LaGuardia and we did I'm so proud of us we did take the public bus back to uh to Manhattan after that so it's definitely doable it wasn't hard but you just have to be prepared and um you know do your research get a metro card all of that stuff so think about your own personal comfort level. Like I don't blame people if they'd rather just like take the train and get out like right at, you know, Grand Central and like be there. Yeah. No right answer. But yeah, we definitely enjoyed flying. Yeah. It was, I would do it the again. cheapest option too at the time. I think if they were yeah. $77. So yeah. Round trip. Yeah. So would recommend. Um, And then so now we're in – we're in New York – we get we make our way to Manhattan from LaGuardia and we this is so bogus because airlines have started to charge you for carry-on mm-hmm. luggage uh and we said no ma'am 
no thank you. So we packed for the four days in like a personal item size. Like you had basically like a small weekender bag Mm -hmm. and I had uh, the base like travel backpack. And so we weren't like lugging around suitcases or anything like that, but we did have like substantially heavy bags because as you can imagine, there was not a, a pocket of air. (laughs) in our bags we used up any and all space that we could so we wanted to be able to sort of like pop around manhattan and do you know what we wanted to do without being weighed down by our luggage literally and figuratively so we looked into like storage options and as you can imagine and go ahead yeah, I was just going to say um, we couldn't check into our Airbnb until 3. Yes, I think yes. that's a key detail. That's yes. why we couldn't just like drop off our stuff. But anyway, yeah, keep going. that is a good point. Um, but yeah, so as you can imagine, in a city like New York, there's a ton of options for like luggage storage. Like we are not the first people to get there before we can check in to, you know, wherever we're staying and want to be able to explore without being weighed down by our luggage. So we like – Anya like did some research and found – what was it? it was like bounce or something right bounce was like the one i found on google and it seemed like yeah. bounce basically like partnered with local businesses yeah and there were lots of locations and basically it was just like an hourly thing like you would go to this local business let them know how long you wanted to keep your bag there and like pay through the app and whatnot and so the one we were looking at that was closest to us was like a little inconspicuous as to whether or not it was actually open and so we like went around we were trying to find it and we knew that it was like a dry cleaners, yeah. but it didn't say the name. And so we walked into a apparently different dry cleaners. Yeah. But that also did luggage storage just yeah. on a different app. And it was like, there's a little bit of like a communication barrier. And I was like, are you like, do you guys do the luggage thing? And they were like, yeah, we do a luggage thing. And I was like, okay, like this one. And they were like, no, no, not that one. And I was like, what luggage yeah. thing do you do? So I don't even remember the name of the one we do. I'll put it in the Luggage hero? Was that what it is? Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, Something probably. like that. We'll put the actual – we'll confirm that it's that in the yeah, description. But it, it was actually better because with this one, you could um, – you just timed it. So, like, you didn't yeah. have to prepay for, like, how many hours you wanted. You postpaid, I guess, <laughs> um, yeah. just based off how long. So, it was good because, like, we didn't really know what our plan was. Um, but, yeah, so we left our luggage at this uh, – Dry cleaners. Shout out to them, honestly. Yeah. And went on our merry way. And there's like insurance included in the price. So like we weren't too worried. But happened. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we had like our main valuables like on our Yeah. Self, we so. made sure to kind of take a pit stop and take out anything that was of value or irreplaceable. Um, yeah. But yeah. So it, it ended up good fun. to know that those apps exist. It was like super easy once we found the place. Um, yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind if you – I feel like pretty much anyone like has that situation come up um, if your hotel doesn't let you like leave your bags beforehand or especially if you're in an Airbnb. So yeah, would recommend. For sure. And then from there, we just kind of wandered Central Park a little bit. We didn't really mm-hmm. – any other time that we've gone to New York, we didn't really get the chance to walk around Central Park. Obviously, Central Park is huge, so – you could like dedicate a whole day, I feel like, to mm-hmm. like trying to walk all of Central Park. Uh, so we only saw a little bit of it, but we ended up stopping and getting lunch at what was the place? Oh called? God, my pronunciation is going to be embarrassing. It's Le Le Pen Quotidien. That place. It's well, a you chain. Did, you did better than I would have. It's like a, a a French 
like Tate. Is Tate French? Yeah. I don't know. No, Tate's no. is really. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like a French Tate. Um and yeah, it was it was good. It gave us some sustenance after a long travel morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad that we got to walk around Central Park a little bit and yeah, explore. Yeah, I would say definitely check out Central Park if you haven't been. I'm like not me giving the most groundbreaking tourist yeah. recommendation ever. Um, I will say it's just a park. Like I I kind of learned that not in a bad way, but yeah, just know like if you don't see it, it's not like you're missing anything. Yeah, incredibly no. groundbreaking, but it's good to stop by. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a very impressive green space for a big city. So yeah. If you have the time, go. If you don't, it's not the hugest loss because it really is just a humongous park. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we went over to Roosevelt Island, which I feel like this is probably one of the better tips we're going to give during this episode. Yeah. I don't know if this is like a known thing and we just like live under a rock, but I personally never really hear people talk about it. So Roosevelt Island is a little like skinny sliver island between Manhattan and Brooklyn, right? Yeah, basically. And you to get there, you take the tram. So it's like a little gondola, like almost if you guys have seen those, like when you go skiing at like a fancy place. Yeah. Um, it's like that. But it does cost the same as a regular metro swipe because it's like some people's public transportation. Yeah. To get on and off. It's still like a New York, you know, borough. Like it's like it's part of Manhattan. So yeah. Um it's kind of cool because it's like a cheap, fun little experience. <laughs> like, yeah. Take a little tram, like you get really cool views on the tram, and then the tram spits you out on Roosevelt Island, which was very quiet compared to everywhere else that we had been. So, yeah. and you have a really great view of Manhattan because, like, yeah. like you can imagine, like you're like in the middle of the water between the two. So, yeah. it was super cool and, um, yeah, very underrated. We got some good picks. Yeah. For sure. It's definitely – there's, like, not a ton to do on Roosevelt Island from what I could see. But yeah. if you just – yeah, if you want some views, it is, like, a good, um, like, way to spend a couple of hours of your yeah. day. And the gondola was just fun. I mean, we had yeah. some, like, rambunctious kids on ours, but – We did. <laughs> in yeah. general, it was it was a cool – cool thing it was very yeah. high up if you're scared of heights honestly probably don't yeah i am scared of heights and i didn't it wasn't my favorite thing i mm. i liked roosevelt island i didn't like getting to roosevelt island but i i would do it again to go to roosevelt roosevelt island i feel like i was saying that weird the whole time it wasn't coming out theater um, roosevelt is shaking in his grave yeah so sorry teddy <laughs> my bad <laughs> oh wait we don't even know which roosevelt it's named after sorry honestly. so sorry i actually think it's franklin oh um are bad <laughs> love and them both then, so love them both great guys um around that time we were allowed to check into our airbnb it was like about three yeah and we were a little tired you know from walking around we killed like six hours yeah so we went over to our airbnb it did take a little while to get there we took the subway um and we had filled our metro cards already like yeah we ended up putting actually 44 dollars. i looked it up um total on our metro cards throughout the whole weekend which to me sounded like a lot initially, but it really only is 11 bucks a day. And we took it quite literally everywhere. We only Ubered one time. Yeah. So it's pretty reasonable to go like as far as we were going. Yeah. Um, but then we were supposed to have a rooftop reservation at a really cool rooftop called the Westlight at the William Vale Hotel in Williamsburg. And it was torrential thunderstorming. 
Like we, so our Airbnb had an outdoor space with like a little, um, what are they called? Like a pergola? Something like that. (laughs) The fancy tents that you put outside. I think it's like a pergola. Yeah. And so we were sitting under that uh, because our Airbnb host had left a couple of beers in the fridge for us. So we were sipping on some beers, trying to decide, you know, we're watching the weather like, oh, I think we'll probably want to postpone this because, and especially after going there, like, it was a great view. You really wanted to be outside. You wanted to be outside. Um, But, so we were trying to decide what to do. We're outside under this, you know, overhang and um, it starts torrential pouring. Like, and we kept saying like, it can't get worse than this. And then somehow it it would would. start raining harder. Uh, And and thankfully we stayed pretty dry. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, it might be hard to picture, but, like, this little covered area wasn't, like, immediately next to the Airbnb. It was actually at the other end of their yard. Yeah. Like, they had a little yard, and so you would have to walk back through it to get back to the Airbnb. So we were just, like, sitting there for, like, an hour. Yeah. We were, like, at what point do we just risk getting absolutely drenched? Like, yeah. But it ended up being fine. So I, we – well, we didn't call them. We actually texted them. That's, like, a weird quirk yeah. about this place. It was, like, you couldn't actually talk to a human. You could just text yeah. a human. So I was texting them. And we asked if there was any way we could move our reservation to the next day. And they said, sure, but our only one is at 11.30 p.m. And Kylie and I, being the grandmas that we are, at first we were kind of like, mm-hmm. that's late. But we took it and we were like, we'll decide in the moment if we want, want to, to do not. it. Yeah. So, um, And then the rain stopped. AccuWeather, honestly, came in clutch. Yeah. AccuWeather knew its, knew its stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Um, And we followed it like a hawk, (laughs) Mm -hmm. minute by minute. Um, But yeah, so thankfully, we were able to head over to that dinner reservation. We went to Ainsley. Uh, Mm -hmm. Where was Ainsley? Was it towards like Williamsburg? It's a good question. Let me look. It was on Ainsley Street. That's why it's called Ainsley. But I don't know where that is. Um, And one thing just to note throughout this whole episode, you might be like, why was the rain preventing them from having dinner? We were really trying to prioritize outdoor activities just given yeah. the situation with COVID right now. So we weren't super comfortable like going – having an indoor dining reservation. In yeah. Um, so that's that's why. Yeah. You might be like, they can go outside. Like you're not going to melt. We know yeah. that. We just uh, didn't want to sit drenched the whole time. Yeah. It looks yes. like it's – looks like it's Williamsburg technically. Okay. So yeah, Ainsley on Ainsley Street in Williamsburg. And it was like Italian style food, pizza, pasta, mm-hmm. all of that. So we got some good food, some good drinks, had a good first night. And then we headed back after dinner. We probably got back to the Airbnb around like 9, 30, 10, the latest. Mm-hmm. Um, and we our flight was at 8 a.m. So we had been up since like 5 yeah. to start travel. So we called it an early night because we were both definitely very pooped. <laughs> And a theme of this trip is that we were watching Marriage or Mortgage whenever we, like, had a second at the Airbnb. Yeah. (laughs) And iconic, honestly. We love to just, like, watch a TV show at our Airbnbs. (laughs) Do you remember Chicago? That's when – that's the first time I ever watched Queer Eye. Mm -hmm. We love – like, I don't watch reality, like – I don't even know if I'd call that, like, reality. But, you know, like, the kind of HGTV, like, that kind of stuff. I don't even watch that that often. But for whatever reason – Whenever we're in an Airbnb together, that is the content. Yeah. So. Like most people listen to music getting ready. No, ma'am. Marriage or mortgage. Marriage or mortgage. <laughs> or Harry's house if we put yeah. music on. But So yeah, then we went to bed and then we woke up on Saturday. Mind you guys, I'm sure if you live in the Northeast, you will know exactly what weekend we're talking about. Saturday and Sunday, we were like record-setting heat days. Yeah. Um, 
And so we had to be like pretty careful with what we were doing, especially because we were like wanted to do outside stuff, but it was yeah, literally, literally like feels so like 94 or like yeah. both days. So um got that good SPF all over our bodies. All and over. not a sunburn in sight. No, actually I'm really proud of us for that. Not even yeah. like my scalp. So yeah, no. Um we went to this is kind of confusing. We went to Sunday in Brooklyn, but we went this is Saturday. Yeah, the, the, the place the is, is called, called Sunday in Brooklyn. Yes, yes. This confused me about? actually on our itinerary. <laughs> yeah, you were like, wait, what? So, yeah, and this is also in Williamsburg. If you can't tell, we really wanted to like prioritize kind of like experiencing one neighborhood to like its fullest. And so yeah. for this kind of time, we picked Williamsburg. And um, what did you think of of Sunday in Brooklyn? I the, I thought the food incredible, and this place is like very like insta famous. Um, yeah. Vibe-y. Very aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And the food we was outside, super – Yeah. little yeah. greenhouse. Yeah. The food was good. Um, I will say we both wanted to order like espresso-based drinks and their espresso machine like broke down on them that morning, which isn't their fault. So we basically were like, okay, fine. Like we'll just get the cold brew. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't that good. <laughs> no. It was like – it was it wasn't bad. cold brew. Like when they brought it over to us, I was looking at it and I was like, that is hardly the color of iced coffee. Like yeah. it was it was it like looked a tea. like a tea. Yeah. Yeah. It was very It didn't very taste light, so like tea, but it looked like tea. I don't know if they like didn't if they like were had to scramble to make the cold brew because so many people wanted it because the espresso machine was broken. Yeah. I don't know the situation, but at least the one time we went, like, don't get coffee because it was like seven dollars and like not good. Yeah. Um but, but they the had fun really cocktails. Good. We yes, each got we a did fun get, cocktail. We got a little brunch cocktail. Um, and we, you guys will notice throughout this whole trip, we split every single meal. Like we don't, yeah. we don't order our own things. And if we do, they're the it's, same exact price. But yeah, we don't really order our own things. We usually order yeah. two things and we split both of them. Yeah. <laughs> so We're, we love we love a sampler, a yeah. sampler meal. Tapas restaurants, but make it every restaurant. Yeah. But definitely get the pancakes. They're like kind of known for their pancakes, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. you only need one. We made this yeah. mistake. We did eat both of them. Please. <laughs> it was like don't eating make them a mistake. literal cake. Like it was yeah. like Yeah. And it comes with like a um like a hazelnut like glaze. Yeah, sauce. like a Nutella, basically. Yeah. Um and when you get the two, one of them is like drenched in the hazelnut and then the other one like has none of it on, mm-hmm. yeah, which isn't a bad thing because like the pancake on its own tasted really, really good. But I think that even if you're splitting like we are, one will be yeah. sufficient. One will do the trick. But we weren't yeah. – literally weren't hungry at all until we sat down for dinner. So Yeah, it did the job. Do with that information what you will. And this was like a 9.45 reservation. Like we ate pretty early. early. Yeah, that's actually true. That's funny. Um, yeah, and then we walked over to Domino Park, and I would actually highly suggest doing those two things together, like going to Sunday in Brooklyn for brunch and then walking to Domino Park because it was really close by. And Domino Park, I was so impressed by. I feel like it's another park that, again, I'm not like a New York, super informed New York person, but I just feel like I haven't really heard anyone talk about it. Um, and I think it was like the former site of like the Domino, like sugar factory. Mm-hmm. And it has just, like, amazing, like, views of Manhattan. And, like, it was such a vibe. Like, there were people doing, like, yoga, hanging out, like, eating tacos. Like, it was just really good energy, I feel like. So it's a pretty small park. But yeah, um, just, like, beautiful. Yeah, for sure. I really liked it. Um, 
And then from there, we walked over to Bedford Ave, which is like, I feel like the best way to describe it is like the Fifth Avenue of Brooklyn, but like cooler. (laughs) Yeah, it was like a mix of, there weren't really any like mainstay stores, I would say. Like it was kind of a mix of like little boutique-y kind of like thrift places. And then like some of the trendier brands, like Aloe Yoga had a store. Who else? Um. Oh, like Bagu and like Muji, like kind of like an Everlane. Yeah. 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 So um, it was really cool though. Um, We, at first, like we kind of got there early, like before most things were open and we were like, what's the, what's What's the the vibe vibe here? (laughs) But once like we realized um, things were, we were just a little early and it like picked up a lot. It was like a pretty busy area. Yeah. Um, And that is where Catbird is. So I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but one of the things that we like really wanted to do on this trip was go to Catbird, which is honestly a pretty expensive jewelry store, we realized. Um, yeah. It's like an elevated Missouri, I guess I would say. Yeah. Um, and they do this thing with – they um, called Forever Bracelets. So they like basically take a gold, like 100% gold bracelet and they – I guess like the best way to describe it is like they kind of like melt it onto your wrist. Like they like weld it on when yeah. it's on you. So that there is no clasp at all. Like it's very dainty and like very clean looking. Yeah. And you can't can't take it off. So can't take it off with you for life. Yeah. So we got like little friendship bracelets, which is very cute. Yeah. And they had lots of options. We picked like one of the middle of the line options. Yeah. Um, we didn't get like the cheapest one, but we also didn't get the most expensive. I think it was like 130 with tax or something like yeah. that, right? Around so, that. Um, obviously like a little bit of a pricey activity, but you literally will always have it on yeah. until you choose to cut it off. And if you cut it off, you can go get it like rewelded, like if you have yeah. like a surgery or something like that. But I'm just really excited to have it. Like I, I basically wear all my jewelry all the time, so it doesn't bother me, but I'm just excited to always have it on because it's very cute and dainty. So highly yes. recommend. Yes, for sure. I definitely would be interested in going back when we go in August and mm-hmm. adding to the stack. Mm-hmm. so to speak. But and then we're on Bedford Ave and my little brain gears have started to turn because what do we see? A tattoo shop. And mm-hmm. if you don't know, I've always wanted a tattoo. I've always loved the idea of tattoos. I had never really like been married to any specific design, but I've you recently- I just realized you said this in the bucket list episode. Oh, did I really? Yeah. (gasps) (laughs) So yeah, I had um, I had decided on some designs that I really, really liked, and was like, I think it's now just a matter of time of when I actually get myself to do it. And we found this shop that like really seemed to specialize in the type of like minimalist line work that I was looking for, and they had a good shop minimum, like it wasn't a crazy shop minimum. And Anya was like, just make an appointment for tomorrow. And it – so their shop minimum was 50. So – and like you – they have you like select that and you can, you know, select that. And they have a bunch of um flash designs and then – or you could bring like a comparably simple and small design and they'll charge you between 50 and 70. Um, and so I, you know, selected that and they had a like 24-hour cancellation fee of half the expected service. So for me, it would have been 25 Nani was like, just make the appointment. And if you check it out, then it's just your $25 stupid fee for thinking mm-hmm. that you wanted a tattoo. 
I so, love stupid fee. Stupid fee. I keep saying that now. Whenever I like mm-hmm. do something dumb, I'm like, oh, it happened to me last night. Fee. Like we have these like chasers that dance to make the parking cheaper, like kind of like little coupons. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't take one, so I had to pay the full price for parking. And I was like, mm, three dollars stupid fee. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good way to think about whenever you like waste money, but it's not like the biggest <laughs> deal. You're like, yeah, oh, stupid fee. <laughs> um. So yeah. So around this time, I made an appointment and the gears were turning you'll have to stay tuned as to whether i uh follow through mm-hmm. like love us love a su- suspenseful climax in the middle a of the episode yeah we're storytellers um, and so you keep in mind it is literally like 95 degrees so yeah. um it was like mid-afternoon by this point and we went and headed back to the airbnb to get ready for a night in Manhattan. We did like we were taking the subway from Williamsburg to where we stayed. We stayed closer to like Bushwick. Yeah. Um. So every time it was like a little bit of a journey, but really not yeah. bad at all. Again, we've been taking the subway this whole time. Highly recommend. I know there's a lot going on there. Um. So do what you're comfortable with, but we found it to be straightforward. Um, yeah. And it got us where we needed to go. Um. And so then we actually had to like take our farthest journey. I think of the whole time we were there. Yeah. Um, cause we were staying in Bushwick and we had to get to the Upper West Side because we went to see the ballet. We went to see New yeah. York City Ballet. Yeah. We went to see New York. Uh, no, not New York. We went to see A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yep. And before that, we had a dinner reservation at this place called Chama Mama, mm-hmm. which is Georgian food. And if you guys aren't familiar with Georgian food, I'm not talking like Southern Comfort. I'm talking like the nation of Georgia. Yep. Um, it is so good. It's like, um... Very popular to eat in Russia. So that's really where like I got super familiar with it when I was in Russia a couple years ago. And um, Georgia is a former Soviet state. And their cuisine is like a lot of – I don't even – like I guess just like really great wine, really great greens, a lot of like, you know, dumplings and like this great bread. Like it's just – it's indulgent but not in like a super heavy way. Yeah. Um, and so we got a couple of traditional Georgian things and it was your first Georgian food experience. So what was yeah. your what was your opinion? Uh it's delicious. It is mainly bread and cheese, which I'm not complaining about. Like <laughs> I admire that. Um, but yeah, the um I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but the like traditional bread that comes with Kachipori. like the, yeah. Yeah, yeah chef's kiss like so mm-hmm. so good it's yeah highly highly recommend and the wine was really good uh the place that we went had wine flights so that was a good way mm-hmm. especially for me since i had never had it uh to try a sampling of georgian wine and then we walked it off over to lincoln center yes <laughs> and we saw midsummer night's dream i think both of us could have done a better job at like looking up the plot beforehand because I didn't really know it. And so (laughs) watching it, like the storyline wasn't really computing for me. I was kind of just like head empty, no thoughts, like watching the pretty dancing, which is fine. Yeah. Um, But obviously the dancers were amazing. Yeah. And um, Lincoln Center, like we were at the Coke Theater, um, but it was like a cool little complex. Like lots of people got there early to drink champagne, which we didn't really know that was a thing. So I guess noted for next time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and the, the tickets for the ballet were really affordable. They were 50 bucks each. So if you want to see like something in New York, but you can't necessarily like afford Broadway or like nothing's super interesting for you, I would recommend considering the New York City Ballet. Um, yeah. 
It was lovely. And then this, the ballet ended at like 10, 10, 15, yeah, something yeah. like that. And keep in mind, our reservation has now moved to 11.30 p.m. from the night before. Did we go, you might ask? Yes. We did. We did we go. Did. <laughs> and I will also add, we got some of the most fire picks yeah. of our lives. Yeah, we looked <laughs> real good. We looked so good on that rooftop. Uh, and there nice was a girl took pictures of both yeah. of us, which never happens. Yeah. So we're excited about that. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like the drinks were fun. They were expensive, but they were fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the views were amazing. We were just – and the weather ended up being perfect. And I think we yeah. were both like very happy that we decided yeah. to follow through. Definitely. Because it was like a, like we said, like a 95-degree day. So it was like 70 at yeah. midnight on this rooftop. And it was just – yeah, it was really great. And it honestly wasn't very crowded at all for no. a Saturday night. Um, yeah. So – yeah, would definitely recommend. I think it's really only worth going if you're going to sit outside, though, because the yeah. inside, it didn't really have that great of a view, it seemed like. So yeah. definitely recommend. Honestly, this is like the, one of the highlights of the trip for me. It was this place. So yeah. definitely go, but make sure you make a reservation to sit outside. For sure. And then Sunday came, and yes. I – Baited my tattoo appointment the day before for 11 a.m. And we stayed out until like probably what, 2 a.m.? Yeah. On, we took the subway back. Yeah. We stayed out to like one – probably closer to 1.30 on Saturday. Took the subway back. By the time we fell asleep, it wasn't like until 2, 2.30 earliest. Um, so we kind of had a somewhat later start. We didn't have any brunch reservations for Sunday So we kind of took our time waking up, getting ready, and I had made an appointment for 11 to get my tattoos. And do you think I went through with it? Mentally think of it in your head now. (laughs) The answer is I did. I went through with it. We went. We went back to Bedford Ave, went to the tattoo place. I talked to the artist, and I got the tattoos. So I now have Two tattoos on my body. Maybe I'll show that. Maybe I'll make this one in the real so you can see me <laughs> showing them off. Um, maybe I'll go a little bit more in depth about my thought process in a different episode because I don't want to take up too much time. But I got them on each. I got one on each arm, one sort of like upper like bicep area, <laughs> and one is like kind of right below where your like elbow, like your arm bends, <laughs> your that- elbow crack. Yeah. Your, your elbow crack. Um, so the one below the elbow crack is three little stars and they are meant to mimic the stars that appear on the top of every single page of the Harry Potter books. If you don't know, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. It's the series that really got me into reading. I was a whole English major because of how much I love reading. Um, and this was a good way to solidify my I guess solidify is not a good word so you know express my love of Harry Potter without financially supporting the mysterious author who shall not be named of Harry <laughs> Potter um because I it was a very influential book in my life and they it is my favorite book series and I also just like that like anyone who sees it in passing like just thinks that it's three stars and they're like oh, that's what well, I was that's pretty say. yeah but if you know you know yeah so it's like a little secret yeah little secret symbol it's but like if you a, don't know, it's just pretty. Exactly. And then the other one, the one on my bicep, is actually one of the flash designs from the tattoo shop. And it's just two little cherries. Um, and it's I was – One cherry. I don't know. Do you think of that as two cherries? 
yeah, that's two cherries. I guess. But I feel like I think of that unit as like one cherry. It's like one <laughs> cherry duo. It's like the cherry emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Like that shape. Um, But without a leaf, which actually mm-hmm. we were chatting before this about whether or not when we go back to New York, I should add a leaf because I've had some <laughs> controversial opinions about the lack of leaf on my tattoo. Um, But this one, so it was a flash design. We thought it was really cute. And I had thought of the idea of a cherry tattoo because I just liked the look of them. Like I just think they're cute. And because one of my favorite Harry Styles songs of all time is Cherry, so I figured it could be a bit of a a nod to him. Uh, And so I keep joking that I got tattoos for my favorite Harrys, Harry Styles and Harry Potter. And I think that's fun. And excuse me, I'm very happy with how they came out. If you're listening and not seeing them on the reel, like they're each like the size of a nickel, I would say. Like I wouldn't even say quarter. They're really, really small. Um... And they're pretty subtle and simple, and that's exactly what I was going for. And I like them a lot, and I'm a big fan. And I recommend spontaneously deciding to get tattoos if you've been thinking about it for a while. Just do it. Because what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to look at them and be like, that was a little silly. That at 24, I got cherries on my arm. But it's not like I got Satan's mistress across <laughs> my forehead, so... And even if you want that, like, live your fantasy. Yeah. So, like, worst case scenario, there are options. Yeah, But I'm sure you won't want laser. They're very cute. Yeah. And um, they give cool girl energy. They do. They do. I feel like you just need, like, a patchwork sleeve now. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. (laughs) You might be wondering, Anya, were you also cool and spontaneous? Mm, Less so. Not really. But you still were. I, I, I got a piercing in solidarity. Yeah. Um, it's just another lobe piercing. And so I got a stacked piercing. piercing. Yeah. Which is like, if you guys follow JC Marie Smith, it's what she has. But basically yeah. like, um, I have, I already had three holes in both my ears. So I just got like a fourth, if that makes sense. Yeah. But um, it's like between, it's like above and between your first and second. Yeah. So it's kind of like higher up on the lobe. Yeah. I don't know. It's fun. It looks cool. I will say it wasn't the wisest choice because you have to wear, obviously, like, I you don't have to, but I choose to wear a mask everywhere I go. And yeah, it's a little tough because that's exactly where your mask string wants to sit. So um, I ordered, like, some of the, um, like, clips that help your mask, like, where you can clip it around your head, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So yeah, I'll be wearing those for the next couple of weeks, but nice. not a huge deal. And then um, we went and got some bagels. So we actually did, like, the piercing and the tattoo with no food or caffeine in our body, which probably is not advised, but we did it. Yeah. And we went to Bagel Smith and then we went to Marsha P. Johnson Park, which also seemed like it would have had would have had really good views, but it was kind of under construction at the time. Yeah. But um yeah, and then we were toying with the idea of going to Smorgasburg yeah. in Prospect Park, but just with the what, just with what we wanted to do for the rest of the day, it didn't really end up making sense. Um, so we decided to go back and kind of grab our stuff that we wanted for the rest of the day and going to see if we could go to the Harry's pop up thing. Let me tell you, <laughs> the answer those is people, no. <laughs> those girls that did that, you are strong. Yeah, you are yeah. so strong. It was so. Hot. What's that saying? That's like God gives his toughest battles to his strongest to his, soldiers. Yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we 
get to this pop-up and we're like, we kind of knew there was going to be a line because we had seen some people post about it. But we're like, oh, maybe it's just if you went to like the premiere, like the opening, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we get there and there is a big line and we go up to these girls that were probably like halfway through the line and we were like, how long have you been waiting? Two hours. Two hours. So people were waiting and th- and they said, the security people said to us, that is the shortest they've ever seen the line. It was four hours long. Crazy. And, and listen, it was 95 degrees outside. It was so hot. Cannot and emphasize that enough. <laughs> honestly, like unsafe conditions. Yeah. Um, and listen, if this was in Boston, I would have been there. If I don't have anything else to do, absolutely I would have gone. But like we had such a limited amount of time in New York that I was like, I just don't really feel like we should spend it doing this. (laughs) Yeah. And the like main appeal – Yeah. The main appeal was like a couple of photo ops and the like buying the merch. And I'm sure like if we had decided to just like hunker down and do it, we would have really enjoyed it. But I even think I said like on our walk, I was like, I'd so much rather spend like the time and the money – towards getting tickets like that's sort mm-hmm. of the energy that i put into the universe and you know what it ended up paying off in the so end true. so true so true i'll take it yeah and then so that was on canal street which i guess is technically like tribeca kind of seems yeah. like and our next planned thing was like lower east side um so we kind of just like meandered our way there over the next couple of hours and i feel like if there's any mistake we made during this trip it wasn't a huge deal, but I guess I would say this was the mistake because we didn't really have much of a plan. And our plan is normally just to like, oh, we'll kill time. It'll be fun. But it was so, so, so hot. And we had kind of like a distance to travel. And I felt like we were kind of just like trucking through, but both yeah. like kind of miserable. Um, but we ended up getting just like some quick food at Dig, just like a quick like fast casual situation because we were like, yeah. we cannot, we cannot persevere here. So yeah. Um, and then the next thing we had booked was a speakeasy tour. Um, so this is one of those like Airbnb experiences. Like if you go on Airbnb, you can book a place or you can book an experience. So this was um, a tour that was going to show you like places you never would have found yourself, which I would agree. We never yeah. would have found these places ourselves. No. And um, this was really the only like indoor thing we ended up doing because we had it booked quite um, in advance. So yeah. It was okay though. We wore our masks and these places weren't super busy. Yeah. Um, and so we long story short, ended up going to two different speakeasies. And we'll put them in the description because yeah. I'm not remembering the names of both off the top of my head. But yeah. the first one was like more traditional. Like it was actually a historic speakeasy. Yeah. Which was super cool. Yeah. Very like Gatsby. Yeah. Um, and they serve the drink in teacups, like as they would have been at that time to keep them like Hidden. Hidden, yeah. Yeah, cash only. Um, And then the second place was like a more modern one, I guess I would say. Like it was through an art gallery um, and it was more like trendy. And that was super good too. They actually – I really liked um, the first drink we got there. Um, It was like if you guys go (laughs) – if you guys go to this unnamed restaurant, we'll have it linked in the description. But um, it was like a cinnamon gin egg yolk (laughs) – Vanilla. I'm not making trend. it sound good, it, but it was like, really good. We both picked it because it was it was the most unique sounding on the menu. Mm-hmm. But like, trust us, like you're gonna read the description and be like, these girls are off their rocker. <laughs> it's really good. We swear it was really good. Um, and then we kind of ended up like sort of becoming friends with some of the people that had been on the Speakeasy tour with us, which was fun, and went a couple other places. This was the night that we Ubered because one of us, you know, being me. 
<laughs> had a little too much to navigate the subway. She said, you know, being me. <laughs> so um, We were both pretty. You know, we stayed out. We're young. We're 24. Yeah. We stayed out until 2 a.m. And at 2 a.m. when you've had a couple of drinks, I was honestly the one pushing for it. Anya wanted to push for I was the down, subway. but like not in yeah. the right state of mind. So. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I think in the morning we'll both we'll be a little sad for our wallets, but we'll be happy for the security of our well-being mm-hmm. that yeah. even not even from like a safety standpoint obviously that's a factor too but just from like a getting lost <laughs> standpoint like <laughs> you know what i mean we had google maps and we were able to figure out the subway pretty well but after a couple of drinks you know confusing mm-hmm. signs are even more confusing and i'm horrible yeah. at directions anyway so get a couple drinks I was, and it's like all to be fair us. I was like the the navigator largely so maybe it wouldn't yeah <laughs> yeah I was like the backup of like I could find some signs but <laughs> Anya was the main the main navigator so when when she was a little drunk I, and I was a little drunk I was like you know <laughs> it's probably nope. the best yeah so we ended up Ubering back a little hurt my pride a little bit the whole situation but it's okay yeah and then Monday we weren't feeling the best in the morning. Again, this is another one of my like slight regrets because I don't love to waste time that you've paid to like be somewhere. But yeah, we were saying like when you are a little bit hungover, it's kind of like you just stole fun. Like when you're drinking, you're just stealing fun from the next day. Yeah, like you're borrowing fun. So I found yeah. that to be very true. Well, and we still um, technically did the things that we majorly wanted to do. Yeah, on this day, like it didn't. Oh, we, like, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't like cancel anything or anything like that. We just did it a little sad, a little and, slow. Yeah, and this is partially because, like, in our defense, going to like speakeasies and stuff. Like, the main thing is cocktails. So we were having like yeah. not only did we have like a couple more drinks than we had been having number one on the trip, and also just in life, I don't drink a ton like at all in my day to day life. Uh, but they were sugary drinks on top of that. Yeah. So it was just a recipe. And we were so dehydrated. And we were so dehydrated because so it was so hot. Like it was literally like heat poisoning storm. mixed with a hangover. Like Literally, yeah. <laughs> literally the perfect storm of just feeling awful. So I don't blame um, us too much for like not being physically well. Yeah. Um, but we still went to brunch. <laughs> yeah. And I would actually recommend – so we went to the Smith, which is a New York City chain. They might actually have locations other places, but – there's yeah, at least a couple why. in the city. And we went to the one in the East Village. And it was super – it was our cheapest meal other than like yeah. scrabbing bagels, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was really good. So I would honestly highly recommend. <laughs> yeah. Very, very good. Um, better like coffee. wrote a necessary revival in the script. Yeah. Because I think this was like in the morning. I like – I don't know. I feel like because I like have allergies and stuff like that, I like kind of live in a state of sickness. So even when I'm hungover, <laughs> I'm like – whatever this is just this is the sickness is just transferred um and so i like i pride myself in being pretty good about like i can live a normal day with a hangover like i could feel awful but still be like whatever um but add the heat exhaustion on top of it and i was feeling pretty down you were feeling pretty down but put a stack of pancakes in front of me with blueberries and lemon mascarpone and i am happy so I really struggle. I, I don't really have that many like hangover symptoms. My literal like only really bad thing is just nausea. And so I was literally like I had my food in front of me for so long and I was just like rallying myself to take a bite because I struggle. It sounds silly. Like if you haven't experienced it, people are like, what do you mean? Like food always helps. 
And I'm like, I know that, but to bring myself to take a bite is so hard. <laughs> so <laughs> we did it though. I had my eggs Benedict and yep. we continued on our day. We went to the strand, which was um, a bucket list item of yours. So do you want to yes. speak to it? Yeah, The Strand is an independent bookstore in New York City. I think they do have like two or three locations within the city itself. Um, but the location that we went to is like the main location as far as I know. And it's like Columbus Circle, Columbus Square. That's like the area. Something like that. Union. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Something like that. We yeah. can leave the exact location or like a link to their website below. Um, but it's 18 miles of – like book stacks is that mm -hmm. am i right 18 miles yeah so it's three floors well i think technically four floors because they do have a rare bookstore or book floor and i'm not sure if they count that in the 18 miles or not um but three main floors and they have like a ton of like used books for super super cheap they have a bunch of new books like familiar titles things that you would have seen on bestseller lists and things like that um and they also i feel like are mildly known for their tote bags like they have a very extensive yeah. oh tote my god bag they had collection. so many they had like at least 50 different options yeah and that's what i was really excited about because like i said we did some light packing for this trip so i wasn't expecting to like buy a bunch of books at the strand but i kind of wanted to get a tote bag so i did get one i got the one that it has the strand logo on one side and then it has i believe it's john waters John Waters quote says, "I'm this is I can't remember it exactly off the top of my head, but it's something along the lines of if you go home with someone and they don't have any books, don't fuck them." So that's the one that I got. Uh, I love it, and it's actually like really nice quality. <laughs> yeah, they were like really, they weren't like canvas tote bags. They were like yeah, no, they had some like canvasy robust. ones, but then some yeah. pretty like robust ones. Uh, so I got like a pretty robust one, and I actually did end up getting a book. I got it's right next to me. Dress Code by Veronique Highland, who I believe is like a creative director at Elle magazine. If that's wrong, I'll talk about it in another episode, but I'm pretty sure that's right. And yeah, and it's a signed copy and I was able to fit it in that backpack. I still don't really know how, but yeah, I was able to do miraculous. it. pretty miraculous. <laughs> so yeah. I will say in general, like the fact that we were restrained on space was probably a godsend because we went to like the cutest places i actually wanted to give a shout out to awoke vintage in yes. williamsburg like i literally would have purchased absolutely anything in that store had i had the room for it but i just did not have room for even one more thing yeah. and it was for the best because i would have spent so much money yeah um but yeah and <laughs> i do have to mention that because it was like a kind of sad hungover morning and because we had all of our stuff with us at this point because we had checked out of our out. airbnb yeah. when we got to the strand anya we <laughs> got a cart and put her bag in the cart and just pushed her around. bag around the store <laughs> and it was so funny because like <laughs> It's so smart, but at the same time, like, I would just look over and she's just, like, sad, hunched over her little cart, <laughs> pushing around her bags. You gotta do not what a, you gotta do. Not a single intention of buying anything. Just... No, none. <laughs> oh, it was funny. It was really so, funny. Yeah, but the Strand was very good. If you were a book fan, you could definitely spend, like, a long, long time there. Yeah. Lots of – lots to take a look at. For sure. Um, and then – 
We our flight wasn't actually until like six something. Um, but you'd be surprised. We flew out of Newark Airport, which yeah. is technically in New Jersey. And so we had to get to Jersey. Everything is legal in New Jersey. Yep. And so we kind of started our slow meandering towards Penn Station where we we're going to take a train to Newark. And we passed through like a lot of kind of fun things on the way. Like we saw this like little market. So like yeah, we took like our time. Union Square area. Yeah. So took our time, but eventually arrived at Penn Station, which I learned is connected to Madison Square Garden. I didn't know that. Yeah. In fact. Me as well. Um and it was actually super straightforward if you guys end up needing to go to Newark. Um, you just buy a ticket. It was like 15 bucks for the next Newark train. Like that's literally what it says on the machine, like Newark yeah. Airport. And they come pretty often, like a couple times an hour. And I, yeah, I would even recommend like not trying to plan out the one you're trying to catch. Like just show up and get on the next one because it's just simpler yeah. that way. Yeah, that's what and, we did. Um, yeah, it was funny though because the train to Newark Airport – and then the train within Newark Airport, like their their Sky Train or their Air Train or yeah. whatever they called it, the one that just like takes you to the different terminals. Yeah, were literally like the same amount of time. Like yeah, that Sky Train or whatever it was called was so long, <laughs> so long, and we were actually squished like bugs. We were almost we and, almost perished in that thing. Yeah, because I don't know what their what their business was. It better be <laughs> substantial. But when I tell you, literally moving across the world, (laughs) yeah, because a a younger ish couple with a baby had a literal luggage cart, like tower stacked. There were at least seven or eight suitcases, and I'm probably being like conservative with the amount of suitcases that were on that thing. I should have asked where they were going. Like <laughs> genuinely, where are you going? Yeah. Where are you going with that? And I felt bad. They were really struggling. Like obviously she had the baby and like he had this giant luggage cart and this train like comes to a pretty sudden stop. Oh my stop. God, yeah. And it was like just chaotic and like we were just like yeah. squished against the side. <laughs> it yeah. Like, it was very chaotic 15 so minutes. Chaotic. <laughs> it was honestly the whole time that we were in New Jersey was so chaotic. We had a guy in front of us in security who had like a skateboard Oh yeah, and he, he was, was he was so yeah. chaotic. He was with like that chaotic skateboard. evil. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. But um, one thing I will shout out um, was that app that we used. Yeah, Go to Gate, or, or I think at the gate, at the gate, at your gate, or something like that. So we use this. So our terminal, the Newark Airport is one of those airports that has like lots of really small terminal areas instead mm-hmm. of just like one big A terminal, which I personally don't prefer because then your food options are very limited, and that's what mm-hmm. happened to us. There was just a Ruby Tuesdays basically in our yeah. area. And we were like, mm, it's a no for me, dog. So they had this app where you could order from, I don't think it was like anywhere in the airport, but just like other terminals that yeah. offered this service. And so we ended up getting burritos from Terminal B brought to us in Terminal A. And it was fantastic. Yeah, it was great a idea. really good burrito too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the person just had like a shirt like with the, you know, app logo and like was kind of like looking around. We like waved him down. Like it was such a great system. And yeah. I'd highly recommend. And I was saying like they get free advertising just for like existing because people definitely saw that him like hand us food and they were like, oh, what is that? And like they looked it up themselves, you know? So yeah, very smart business model. Um, And it seemed like a lot of airports now have that. So check it out. Yeah. And then from there, we ate our burritos, hopped on a plane and flew 37 minutes back to Boston. And now – And listened to the Harry album on the way back too. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Uh, And now here we are. Living. 
living to tell the tale. So. Yeah, that's that's our New York recap. Hopefully, you yes. got some ideas. Like I yes. said, we'll put you know names of places and stuff like that in the description, so you have that easily accessible. Um, and if you end up trying any of these places on your next trip to New York, let us know. Yeah, and if nothing else, hopefully you just enjoyed some of the funny anecdotes. <laughs> yeah, it was a good trip overall. Like I think we yeah. had a lot of fun. I think we have some funny stories to tell. You from have some it. new bodily additions. I have literally technically three permanent additions if you count the bracelet. Mm-hmm. Which like the bracelet is pretty – I mean the idea is for it to be pretty permanent, so – if you cut it off, we're not friends anymore, so. Yeah, that I was saying to Anya Careful. that if we were, like, a dramatic set of friends, which we're not, like, I don't think we've ever legitimately been mad at each other. We barely even, like, bicker or like, disagree, we don't disagree because like. we just share one brain, but. Yeah, like, we, Anya and I, like, very much <laughs> are aligned <laughs> on most things, um, if not all. And so, but I was saying, I was like, oh, if we were, like, a really dramatic friend, duo that like was always fighting it would be so dramatic to like cut off the bracelet and like throw it somewhere (laughs) the drama maybe maybe we'll stir the pot one of us should stir the part pot for the plot (laughs) yeah it would be good for the plot we did say that a lot during this trip like anytime something went wrong or like we were like dying we'd be like it's good for the plot it's good for the plot yeah so so thanks so much for listening hopefully you guys enjoyed and got something out of it You know what to do. You can follow us on Instagram. You can submit comments to our anonymous suggestion box. And we will talk to you guys next week. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.